It's time for Meme Three Sons, the internet's first and only multi-generational podcast. My name is John Randall. Every week, I meet up with my sons, Clay, Quinn, and Sam, to discuss current events, sports, politics, and culture. Let's join this week's conversation. Hey guys, Happy New Year. It's February, Dad. A, it's February. B, six days in the country almost died. So, <laughs> well, I don't know that this is our end of the year episode. So we had to kind of, it's Groundhog Day and we've had to wait to Groundhog Day to actually record because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe 2020 is coming to an end. It's like, um, it's like the inkjet printer running out of ink. It, it, it doesn't just stop. It kind of spits trickles. and spurts. It trickles. Yes, I think so. So how's everybody doing? In the doing, new year. Oh, doing doing okay. Yeah, no, I think it's appropriate to to wait at least a, a month to record an end of the year episode just to make sure it isn't some crazed hallucination. So yeah, so yeah, and there could it, be some sort of time warp. There could be there yeah. could be a variety of things. Like you know, we're just covering our bases. Yeah, I I mean I will say where it's February, it's Groundhog's Day because that's a thing, and it does still feel like 2020 to me you know even though it's 2021 so it that's just the universe the, the national and universal now just like way of saying i'm i'm depressed it's also it, weird it well, you're, like you're quarantined right uh well not anymore but yeah i had to i i was quarantined for a few days until i got a uh a negative test and, and sam's not sam you're not at school right no i mean you're not face to face. I'm at home. Yeah, mm. been walking around in his pajamas. Because like it's all. a. Well, Quinn, don't it, even you work in your pajamas every day. It's yeah, a, it's it, it, I work. I work in these pajamas. These oh, pajamas please. get the bread. It get, it brings that bacon. My pajamas are heavier than your pajamas. I got my big boy pajamas on. Sam, don't 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 come at me. Sam, got, are you? Uh, is Sam eating something? It sounds like he's eating something directly into the microphone and talking at the same or, time. Or choking. I'm not sure. Sam, you okay? <laughs> I'm eating something. Okay. That's he's fine. eating something. Great. Yeah, I feel like so we great we, time we, to we, do it. You know, we got Quinn, uh we get Quinn a little a little stitch fix for Christmas. Is there like a pajama subscription service where you can get like I need some work pajamas and some casual pajamas and some workout pajamas and uh, you know. I do no? think there's there no I do I I think there's some space in between pajama and sweatpant. There's some room for innovation there, uh, especially in the new um, Zoom climate that we all live in. Um, I, also, I, another thing that I'd incorporate to, into this idea while we're you don't need pants on Zoom. Zippers. That's very true. That's too much. Too way too much information. Well, this uh, once again, it's like the, it's good to know that we haven't done this in a while, but our ability to go wildly off topic within the first two minutes is still intact. So, um, so yeah, we have to do the, we have to do the end of the year review. Um, it's so funny that everybody, I feel like everybody does an end of the year thing prior to the year ending. I think we're going to revolutionize uh, the way things are, are done by doing it this late. I mean, like most things, I think, you know, the more time, passes the the better visual you you know you have of what you're reflecting yeah. on and this I is think, where it starts like 10 years from now the year's going to start february 2nd <laughs> that'll be new year's day 
feel like this is, uh, you know, this Jewish New Year, this Chinese New Year. We just kind of pushed it back. What would this be? Could you stop eating into the <laughs> microphone? It's first off, it's like, incredibly unprofessional. I'm like two feet away from the microphone. Great. What are you eating? Go Great. ahead, you're, if, if you're going to bring us into this experience, what are I, you eating? I love this. End of the year episode. Here's Sam. No, I'm a. Oh, yeah, that's what I think. Sam's new no, it's okay. I'm two feet of the way. Put on, for the put on some weight. He's just been just chewing on. Pie. Well, it depends <laughs> on what you're eating. You know, if it's brisket, you need to be six feet away from the microphone. If it's uh, chips, I don't know. What are you eating, Sam? Chips. Chips. Uh, That's great. I need to uh, to search that up. I think the minimum distance is. Let's go ahead and postpone that calorie intake. uh, Unless (laughs) your your mute button's clicked. Exactly. Just hit that mute when you're uh, chomping down. It's also Um, also shortcut, Alt-A. Just for, there you go. Boom, you did it. Great. Really? Wow. I'm impressed. Well, I have to say this. The reason that this is delayed for me is this is my end of the year sort of moment. You know, there was like this whole countdown to the inauguration, right? Uh, Joe Biden returned to normalcy. But 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 then 2020, you know, with the whole riots just reared its ugly head. Um, I mean, you had that. And then 24 hours later, you have... Uh, What's the young lady who read the the poem at the inauguration? I'm blanking on the name now. Oh, I can't uh, remember that. Uh, Clay, you got Clay's got it. Clay's got it. I mean, I, phenomenal I, piece of po- poetry. Great. Um, no, awesome. I'm just saying. It's like what a juxtaposition to me. To me, honestly, 2020. This is just like I mean, we can do some politics stuff. It's like world turned upside down. Uh, contrast because on the one hand within 24 hours you had like the dumbest uh, most violent stupid thing in the world and then 24 hours later like this uh, Amanda Gorman Amanda Gorman this awesome sort of voice of hope Uh, you know you got during the during the uh, back in May I think it was you got some riots in Atlanta and you have a super articulate killer Mm -hmm. Mike uh, giving a speech about why you don't burn things down um, uh, when you're protesting. Um, you know, you got during the campaign, you know, my favorite moment at the height of Trump being Trump, you know, that brilliant video of Obama sinking the three pointer and then just turning to the camera with a line, that's what I do. It's just like this, just this weird juxtapositioning of things, right? It just, um, to me in politics, I think it's just those. And I think, you know, what's lost in it because it's pre COVID. And I remember talking to you about this, um, Quinn, with your, with your, uh, with your roommate, Xander, who's all into politics. Shout out to Xander. Joe Biden's turnaround from like the death of his campaign that week in March before COVID, which without COVID that would have gone down as like the event of the year, like uh, resurrected from the dead. I don't know, event of the year. No, I think I think just I think it was that phenomenal. I don't think you've ever seen anything that phenomenal in politics. Yeah, but think that think about what happened throughout 2020 unrelated to COVID. I just I don't think that would have been the event of the year. Okay. What event sorry, what event are we talking about? Like Biden's like the Super Tuesday win and just him rolling up. I mean, the week before that win in South Carolina. 
Don't he remember any on, of it. Don't remember any of it. Gotta be honest. The ropes. I know. This is like this is don't why remember, I picked, literally. Yeah, but don't it's like no. I will. It. Okay, I will say from just to give my my two cents on this. Um, and I'm very of course I'm glad. I'm very glad he won. It went great. Awesome. But you know that story is awesome, and it's the event of the year if it's a rocky situation. You know. Like, you know, he loses, but he, he climbs the stairs. He works So in this scenario, Joe Biden's really more Burgess Meredith? No, Joe Biden's more just Or like he, like, didn't get rid the of the stutter. shouldn't have been in the oh, UFC God. in the first place, and then he manages to win, but it's not, like, a clean win. It's not, like, it's not pretty. It's not, like, a one-two knockout. It's, like, by the end of it, they both lost all their teeth, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not a great I'm going to disagree with your analogy, but... Uh... Uh, but, no, I just mean, you know, I would have rather had Bernie... But um, and it's exactly, and that's and why you uh, just say that. Don't don't go with the weak analogy. Well, um, but no, wow. I did. Shot to fired. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you bring that weak ass analogy in this paint? Get that, get that <laughs> shit out of here. Shit out of this house. Oh, uh, sorry. No, it's fine. This but, is why. Um, this is why we have to limit the politics. Well, uh, I mean, we just like jumped into it. It was like twenty twenty. Boom! Politics is like well. The first off, I think the biggest. I think the event of the year in 2020 was the fact that there was a global pandemic. I that, said um, absent COVID. I'm okay. It still wouldn't have. Sorry. Although I could. It wasn't go even that with, much of a good event. I did point out like, that uh, that uh, you know our Georgia Senate races. Um, that I, see that has a better. I like that. Well, I never. I said you know. I said this uh, uh, during the race to several people, and I don't know that they t- if they didn't think I was kidding or didn't know how to take it. I was talking about the the Warnock uh, Kelly Leffler race, and I said, you know, they were like, "What do you think about this?" They were asking seriously, and I seriously responded. I said, you know, honestly, I don't think there's ever been such a hair disparity in any Senate race in American history. Because, you know, Warnock's all like completely shaved head and Kelly Lefter's just got like. It's like a lion's mane. Yeah. Lion smoked crack. You know, <laughs> well, she's got that. She's got the hairdo that I'm pretty sure every hairdresser in America was going. You need to come see me. We need to we need to do something about this. So, um, But yeah, politics is kind of. Kinda, Psychologists kinda, and neurologists everywhere were all so fascinated with Kelly Loeffler. Um, she had a, you know, a lot of very, she was a robot. Actions were very confused uh, by her. Look, so. say what you want, but Boston Dynamics, they made, a, they made a robot dog, they made a robot person, and they made a almost robot senator. So, oh, you, are, you, <laughs> are you attributing to Boston Dynamics? Yeah, that's my new conspiracy. Boston Dynamics built Kelly Leffler. This is Salmonon. Is she more, is she, great we'll pick up some we'll pick up some more fans is she more <laughs> or less creepy than the robot dogs more because she actually has eyes to stare at you mm. well i, I will say um, and she almost went to the u.s senate i mean she well, was almost. in the u.s senate that's true she was yeah if we want to try and say i will say georgia thing was fantastic i'm not a huge fan of john ossoff or not i like um, but I do like John Ossoff. I just I met him in person. I just wasn't thrilled at his. Gen- he reminds me of he reminds me of every kid I went to high school with that played lacrosse. It's not a that's not a good starting point, you know. Um, this is the this is the Bernie. This is what I call the Bernie effect. Where, man, I don't you, know. You just, I feel like a lot of lacrosse players probably like Bernie. It's like a northeastern sport, you know. That's where Bernie is. Like, 
I, boy, I, that's I a crazy know. position on my I just like that Quinn's like, I met him, did not, did not didn't care for him, for him. voted for him, jive. didn't care for him, but you know, better um, than these other assholes. Senator Ossoff, uh, better if than you're Purdue. listening, Quinn doesn't mean any of this. So, so no, I, here's I, the I thing: do. better to have a <laughs> better to have a dude that that reminds you of somebody who played lacrosse in the last ten years than than David Purdue, who and reminds you who of actively has dementia. <laughs> I don't think actually have dementia. I think he reminds you of. Um, you know, uh, no, I, I thought you were making a reference to some of our other senators. Well, <laughs> finds me. I, I, what is the average <laughs> age of the Senate? I wonder. Oh, I think it's like query, query that query that clay on the on the Google box there. The, oh, I forgot. Oh, 65. You no, think I, it's I'm that the only young? one in 2021 that has Google? <laughs> Play Google up for me. <laughs> I can't type. No, I think it's got to be older than 65. I'd be shocked if it's as young as 65. Well, I don't know if you count if you count to Ossoff, that drags it down a little bit. But I mean, like Chuck Grassley's in his nineties. Uh, oh God, what is it? What's it? I just <laughs> Grassley. Like I have no idea who you're talking about. You're like, oh, Grassley is no 90. Grassley. Chuck Grassley. I used to say he may Grassley. be over ninety. Okay. Um. Anyway, we've gotten wildly off topic again. Should we just abandon politics altogether? Let's do it. Let's let's go straight into what really mattered for most of us, uh, which ended up being the the content that we devoured to distract us from the reality, uh, the world that we were living in. You know what occurred to me earlier today? I did not see a single movie in a theater. I don't think I saw a first release film in any way, shape, or form this in 2020, which is I think maybe the first time. Since I was, I don't know, four years old, that I did not see a, a movie in a theater or a first release film. So that's kind of scary. That is scary, but it's all. I mean, it's really sad, Dad, because we had some we had some dimes this year. Let me go ahead and run you through some of the incredible films that came out in 2020. Um, Unhinged, uh, a movie featuring the white male rage stuck in a car played by Russell Crowe. Um, if you haven't seen Unhinged and you really just want to sympathize with the white man, that's the movie for you. Uh, in addition, we have Tenet, a movie no one can explain, which makes it perfect for a year, no one can explain. Uh, we also had Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, the tagline of that film is empathizing with the QAnon supporters uh, that live on the town over. Soul, which was an existential exploration for children. Is that actually, is that, hold on, is, is that actually the tagline for Hillbilly Elegy? Are you, no, I, I mean, the sad thing is that could be. It is totally not. Um, I, to be honest, I don't know much about Hillbilly Elegy. I just heard it's kind of sucked. Um, so I'm making some, I'm making some generalizations. I'm making some, some claims. Now, Quinn, generalizations <laughs> never work. Generalizations are technically <laughs> never correct, but they oh, sometimes fine. are very funny. Um, and then the only other one that I noticed that I at least like knew of when I was Googling this was Monster Hunter, um, which I think Maggie, our, our, my sister, our father's daughter, and the other sibling's sister. It's weird that we're all related having to say that. Anyway. Maybe um, the oddest to reference. Don't worry, to, man. You really explained it super. You were <laughs> yeah. super smooth. It was like super clear understanding what you said just now. So, like, don't even worry about it. Like, everybody start referring knows to her about. as 
the daughter of my stepmother. <laughs> and then that will be even more confusing. I do that sometimes. Well, he said my sister. Or, or you could do, she's the sister of my stepmom's son. <laughs> what? I had to do some mental gymnastics for that one, Dad. <laughs> that was wild. We had to do mental gymnastics for your entire explanation. Yeah, well, fine, whatever. Continue. <laughs> All I was saying is that Dad missed some good movies. Um, Clay, I I think, Clay, have you seen Soul? Because I know you've seen Tenet. I think we're the only ones who have seen Tenet. Yeah, I saw Tenet. Um, I saw Tenet. Oh, yeah, Sam, you did go see it. Sam came In back theater. and like, I got it. I did not. I, <laughs> I've watched yeah. it twice, and I still don't get it. I wasn't really a fan of it um you know the the action stuff was incredible and the it, it was it was great visually um i didn't really connect to the story so i i didn't enjoy it very much i we did watch soul soul was was very good and not at all what i was expecting um you know i thought i had a good message i'd love to actually go back and watch it again so um i did yeah i enjoyed that um, and I'm also curious what the Christian community thinks of soul because there is no mention <laughs> of God. So that was really piquing my interest. Just thinking about oh. how certain people are, I'm like, man, it, back in the day, I feel like that would have promoted some sort of. I think backlash. that was the only way they could go. Because if you, you, you have to do not, you, you can't even approach that because no matter how you do it, you're going to offend someone. Yeah, you're going to offend somebody. I felt like Soul was a movie that, you know, back in my day, uh, Fantasia was the movie oh. that people would um, would uh, get high and go watch. I oh, kind of yeah. feel like it, Soul even in today's day, very much get high and watch Fantasia. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Soul. Like, that's what we did for your bachelor party, right? I was yeah, we uh, like we found an old drive-in movie theater and we. Uh, <laughs> We put on Fantasia and smoke a little bit of crack. We, we smoked a doobie. All right, Dad, take us, take us to a different topic. I, well, so I haven't watched um, not so much movies, but I, I will say this content-wise, certainly the, the volume of television content has been, uh, now, that every, now that every individual in America apparently is starting their own streaming service, but... Um, uh, there's been a, I think a wealth of, of some good stuff out there. Um, and, you know, the scary thing is I was thinking about this, you know, kind of preparing for this episode. And one of the things that popped up, I had to actually go and check to see that it was during 2020 um, last dance, great documentary. Um, you yeah, know, it feels like forever ago. It, it seems like it was on five years ago. Definitely. I, I put at the top of my list, honestly, uh, because it's been such a crappy year. Uh, this is a little contradictory because at the top of my list are um, something that definitely came out this year, Ted Lasso mm -hmm. on, uh, on uh, Apple TV. It's just such a, um, I don't want to say it's a happy show because there's things in it that are not happy. It is a... Um, but it's not quite like a cathartic experience. Maybe, maybe it's a little cathartic in, in, in elements of it. But yeah, there is a, I don't know what it is about it. There is such a, 
a comfort. Feel, feel good is, is 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 dismissive. It's not. It's not. That doesn't carry the weight. It 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 says so much. I guess it it says things about weighty things in a way that makes you feel good, even though they're weighty things. I guess is how I would put it. Yeah. Um, phenomenal but, show. Yeah, I think that there's this authenticity that comes with it, and. I think the biggest thing it had going against it early on was just kind of the stigma of what it probably would be because at first glance, it looks kind of like this cheesy, you know, network television style, you know, fish out of water underdog story, which we've seen a million times and, you know, various assortments of uh, settings, but it, but it just like works for some reason. Yeah. And it like, and it leans into what it is and it knows what it is. And um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was phenomenal. I think I've watched it three times now because I've watched it, watched it again. Uh, Lisa hadn't watched yeah, same it. Same here. I we think. made her watch it. I've definitely had it twice. I just, uh, yeah. I mean, and for me, uh, because, you know, obviously dad, you know, you and Clay both got to live through all of it and kind of watch it unfold i mean obviously you i knew i knew the 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 mythology the broad myths the tales but i didn't know the specifics i didn't know you know i didn't get in depth with dennis rodman or scotty pippen i didn't know that scotty pippen was was like you know providing for a family with like 18 disabled people and you know like shit like that came on and i was still laughing because i just it was one of those things where i was like holy shit i had no idea that was a thing you know yeah, like he comes on screen, Clay's laughing really hard. I am, I am pausing. <laughs> oh man, Quinn, that is such a visual <laughs> that you painted of of the Last Dance. But we were talking about Tommaso. <laughs> so. I was really worried. I just thought I'd take a shot. Well, we're gonna cut that out. I, I went to pee, everyone. I went oh, to pee. that was okay. Well, when you when you when you started saying so you and good. Clay lived through it, and I'm like going, it was so what good. exactly <laughs> did we live through? I was like, what? We just uh, gonna let him on. just gonna roll with it. Gonna let him roll with it. Uh, that that see, was the best thing that was ever. That was the most 2020 thing that has occurred. <laughs> When how did Ted Lasso register? I didn't know. Re- didn't register as Lasso. the last. I went dance to pee. I came back. I thought we were still on last dance. I was like, I'm gonna be smooth as fuck here. Well, like, like within the first thirty seconds, I'm like, I'm not sure where he's going, but maybe like, but I, maybe he's bringing it home, and then yeah, you're like, as you guys just went this. off the rails. And I was just like Ted La- English soccer? No, what? Jason Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis No, I don't know. And then you're like, <laughs> of Dennis Rodman talking about the last dance. Oh, well, it, 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 it could have, uh, <laughs> listen, it, it could have been worse because the next, you know, the, the, the other shows that I was going to talk, I was going to talk about um, another feel good show and then the opposite of them. And um my other feel-good show is, uh, even though it finished, I guess, in 2020, it didn't start in 2020, I did finally get around to uh, watching Shit's Creek. Um, and uh, 
it did win like 12 Oscars and 20 or whatever. Uh, Emmys, yeah, Emmys, Emmys, and, um, Emmys. Not, why did I say Oscars? I'm just making it. You're like, it won, it won 23 <laughs> Grammys. Family it won Grammy. the Pulitzer Prize <laughs> and a gold medal in bobsled. And a Nobel Trump Prize. Trump gave it the Presidential uh, Freedom that's Award. Right, well, Trump gave the Presidential Freedom Award to a radio show host, so that's not completely out of the realm of possibility. No, I think he gave it uh, to a racist with cancer. <laughs> that's what I thought. He gave Giant to. golden microphone. But uh, no, Shit's Creek, same thing. I put it in the same category with Ted Lasso. Um, I, I think, and I guess we were struggling um, to kind of put our finger on what it was about Ted Lasso. And I would say this, Ted Lasso and Shit's Creek, same thing. I think Quinn nailed it. I think he exactly. Was, it was all about Dennis Rodman. Um, no, I think they they weave a world that you just go. I I I want to live in that world. Can I can I just be there, please? Yeah. No, um, I agree. But then I was going to contrast it with the two other things that I put at the top of my list for 2020, which are um, I don't know if you call them TV shows, really. Um, uh, both from um, a dude named Dave Chappelle, um, his little 842 monologue that he did uh, after the uh, George Floyd uh, murder, and then um, that SNL monologue he did right after the election. So I guess it's best that Quinn confused Last Dance and Ted Lasso and not those things with, I don't know, like Tiger King. We could have, that could have been bad, but. Um, but Chappelle, I think, well, is you said just eight forty-two, and it's actually—is it nine forty-two? It's actually eight forty-six. Eight forty-six. You must be mistaking it with uh, John eight forty-two. No, I'm just no, I'm just an old dude. This is what old dudes do. They just like they're they're in the ballpark, but they get the you know the minutia. They get they get the details wrong. You know, when I was growing up, my lack of home improvement and mechanical and construction knowledge was often belittled by your older brother, my, my older brother, by he, he would reference the, the great scene in Mr. Mom where uh, Michael Keaton's trying to impress somebody by like, he's doing all this work in the house. And the guy, he asked him, so what are you doing? He's like, ah, it's re rewiring, going to rewire the whole, rewiring the whole house. And he goes, rewiring it to 220. And Michael Keaton goes 220, 221, whatever it takes. So that that's me. I kind of get the details ever so slightly wrong. And, and we should play some like sad jazz <laughs> as you're saying that, just like fade it up. <laughs> we could do that. We'll fix that in post. So I guess my point being <laughs> my point about Dave Chappelle is I think is like 2020 I, I don't want to say it was his year necessarily um you know go back and watch 846 i get the the times wrong uh watch that saturday night live monologue because he just says he says funny things but he says powerful things uh whether it's about race whether it's about his whole um uh, gosh his whole you know sort of battle with viacom and uh netflix and and uh, royalties and, and and people getting what getting paid for the work they did uh, or not getting paid for the work they did uh, in a right and an honorable way. I just think he has, he hits a lot of things. He's a, 
I don't agree with everything he says. Um, I think everything he says is funny, uh, but I think he's super intelligent and super insightful um, and just some, somebody we needed in 2020. Um, but, uh, but speaking of people getting paid for work, they do. Let's talk about sports. Uh, that's another thing that uh, either we watched or we didn't get to watch. Certainly watched on TV, but didn't get to watch in person uh, in 2020. It was a kind of a weird sports year, I think, uh, for those of us who like baseball in particular. It was a weird year. Why baseball in particular? Just such a super abbreviated season. I mean, Clay, you can you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it's like 162 games has always been, I mean, for what, 150 years or since time immemorial, baseball, to quote a movie, baseball has marked the years. Uh, baseball is, all, is, a, is a game about numbers and traditions, and this year kind of threw all that out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really weird year. I mean, I think for every sports league, I mean, you know, I don't want to say one league over the other in terms of, you know, uh, being more, more effective, I think, or more affected, but I think everybody was, but yeah, I mean, shortening the baseball season, the way it was, 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 you know, pretty, pretty different. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty good. And packed it into a few months and, you know, you had games that were seven innings and you had, you know, these, the, you know, universal DH and you had, uh, you know, extra innings, which start with a man on second base and, you know, all these, these new rules which are going to completely change baseball in the future i mean a lot of that stuff is being kind of ironed out right now in the new the new uh labor deal with the players association and the owners right now so i mean i think it's just another example of where sports are going i mean obviously there's always a shift as time goes on with with professional sports and and collegiate sports but the pandemic i think is just escalated the uh the extinction of uh, of a lot of leagues and programs and teams across the world um i think there's been a lot of flaws and a lot of a lot of black eyes and i think everything's just even more visible now and you know that's just because the money isn't there uh, when the money's not there everything kind of dissolves and crumbles to kind of rethink and not i mean yes a lot of it like like you say with the small i mean i'm speaking like in very very generic like everything is completely you know if you're talking about like a minor league baseball team compared to uh you know lower league professional english football team compared to a you know division two football team in alabama like it's all it's all different but i mean um you know, but yeah, no, it's definitely hit the smaller things. I would imagine a lot harder, but on the bigger play, you know, at least like NFL, NBA, MLB, like it has shown, I, I mean, like it's kind of forced them, like you said, to, to look forward and, and make changes, uh, you know, quickly, whether it's to their rules or their policies on certain social stances or in a var- variety of different ways, mm-hmm. you know, the NBA bubble um, protests and, you know, that juxtaposed with the past couple of years, with the NFL and, and their kind of treatment of like the social uh, uh, protests and social situations. And then the MLB, I, I noted, you know, them changing rules, like, like dad, like you said, they, it's all about traditions and numbers. They don't change rules. So the fact like all these things are being, all these traditions and, and inner frameworks are being changed to meet the demands of the people 
who are the ones watching and appreciating and enjoying the sports outside of the players who play it. Um, so I think inevitably, like, it will end up being a good thing that, like, maybe that the baseball rules change. People, you know, people are more interested. It's a quicker game. It's more entertaining to watch. That might end up being um, beneficial the same way that, like, if we were to do something radical in football rules, like, you know, maybe not kick a ball down the field and have everyone run, like, full speed at one dude at the same time. Like, if we remove that, it might not affect the integrity of the game and make it a bit more palatable. Well, they've changed that a little bit. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I could I could bring a Marxist interpretation to this. You bring know, the it. whole own, yeah. owning the means of production. I mean, so well, you're socialism. In this podcast. Sam's like, Mar- <laughs> did you say Marxist? I'm back. Let me put something in my mouth and chew it. <laughs> I'm not eating anymore. Chill out. <laughs> He's just chewing his cud. I've been um, listening for the word Marxism. So exactly, it's like if they bring up Marxism about sports, I'm on it. Uh, no, I think you know. So Marx said it's like you know it's, it's the people who like own the the mean you know control of the means of production, right? So. Um, I think basketball is a clear example of this. It's like in absence of dwindling revenues, do you think, and I'm going to, I don't know. I, 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 I love where you're going with this. I'm so well, no, remind me about where why you're not into Bernie. This just blows my mind. The <laughs> fact that you're going to make this point and like not be adamant about Bernie. Just go. So we, the point can actually be made. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I was going to say the, um, I can't remember the exact for, date. For those of you, for those of you who don't read, you know this shit. Like, please explain. <laughs> no, I think when um, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was, it wasn't it wasn't George Floyd. I don't think it was later, and I can't remember. I'm, I'm blanking on the exact circumstances, but there was an incident where, like, the Milwaukee Bucks as a team were like, "We're not playing." Oh, I mean, Brianna, they essentially called Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. They essentially called like a wildcat strike. Now, even 10 years ago, now you're fine, you're fired, you're traded. We got plenty of other people. It was Jacob Blake. Uh, It was was somebody in, it was in like uh, Kenosha. It was in Wisconsin. It was in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, um, there we go again. And so, no, but they, well, what happens is like ownership, like, okay, yeah, take some days off. Because they recognized finally, because the re- they did not have enough pad, they recognized that they are earning a living off what what's an NBA roster? 20, 20 players, tops, 15, 17, I don't know what the 15. You know, after 15 guys. And if those 15 guys will say, you know what, we're not playing, your best option is to go, okay, what do we need to do to make what what do we need to do? And that is a that is a fundamental change. Um, I think you're seeing it in college sports. Um, well, just so- today, you know, NCAA, EA Sports, NCAA. Well, I guess it's not called that, but college football oh. video games coming back because I think they've reached an agreement or they're about to reach an agreement on how to allow players to kind of benefit from their likeness being used. So, you know, that, it, yeah, there, there is progress. Being who's made. the, who's the, Clay, you remember this. Who's the UCLA player that that lawsuit? Um, gosh, I'm blanking. This is what happens when you get old. You forget the names. There was a UCLA player who I, he sued over the use of his image. Uh, and the courts was like, yeah, um, that's him. 
It's not the jersey. You didn't put a generic player with his jersey on there. So um, Ed O'Bannon. Ed O'Bannon. Yes, that's exactly what it was. I mean, that's um, that's another change. Now there'll people be people who will decry that and go, "Oh, what is going wrong with the world?" I think it's probably a little bit of um, a little bit of justice. So uh, we'll we'll see how that works out. But um, but speaking of video games. The younger Seth. That's uh, that's another thing that we've spent the year the of 2020 younger. doing. So uh, the younger set. I like the that. The younger set. I know you kids. The kids, as David Letterman would say, the kids at home. Yeah. What um, was your what were your gaming go tos during quarantine? Yeah, really. Well, just 2020. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't necessarily quarantine, but you know, just 2020. There was and, a, give, and, and be sure and give us an estimate of the daily hours played. I'll go ahead and give you. I can confidently say confidently which is alarming uh i probably averaged 4.5 to 5 hours a day this then 2020 playing video games you averaged average four to average. five hours because there was day. no social there was no social think about you got nine to five and then you got wow. five to midnight before you're working again the next day so what am i doing from five to midnight well five to tens video games you're not watching you're not watching anything you're just gaming sam i'm gaming and well simultaneously i'm multitask so well we are well aware (laughs) eat and podcast at the same time (laughs) my god get over it anyway i can multitask so i can do schoolwork i can do video games watch tv what were your games what were your games this 2020 is seasonal so starting out in the pandemic mostly civilization six that that took up a lot of hours i'm currently in total over three thousand hours i've logged over three thousand hours three thousand three thousand hours on six at the beginning of the pandemic i had one thousand i only have two things to say a i have no idea what any of you all are talking about and b sam i think we're gonna have to have a discussion (laughs) about screen time well no here's the thing how many days were we in quarantine it's it's almost been 365 i'm gonna go ballpark say over 300 right 300 times 24 has we actually haven't been in quarantine is about 7200 just 7200 hours in the pandemic was that meant 2000 of those did you do that in your head no i have a calculator okay good because you should have said yes i did Uh, do that in my head so 7200 hours calculator in and not the um, one on the iphone a real one a TI thirty six, you stupid person. So you're saying you spent almost half the entire time in pandemic playing video games? Roughly. Wow. <laughs> I like how you didn't even you don't even try to deny it. You're like, There's roughly. no denial. There's no yes, denial. but that went from uh, that that's that went from like March to June, maybe July. See, this is much more fun talking about just like how we cope with our our massive depression for <laughs> for ten months, like what we did and why it was special to us at that time. That's that's guys. That's what this episode really is. I think. <laughs> I think it is. I think. Yeah, no, I, agree. I think much like a good movie, 
you know, kind of discovering it on, you know, the, the discovering that, like that story on the way. That's what we, Sam, thank you. I think we've, I think you've really found the heart of what this is. Well, speaking about, well, we're not done. I'm only at, I'm only at August. So <laughs> we don't only at August. speaking of finding satisfaction um, in video games through depression, I think that the biggest bonus for me, and I know a lot of other uh, men and women out there, um, was a video game called Cyberpunk 2077, and they got a lot of uh, got a lot. I could of say a lot on this. It didn't work for most people who bought it. Um, <laughs> it's not the whole thing, but the only thing I really want to focus on is the fact that there was, for the first time ever, <laughs> penis and <laughs> customization. Yeah. Say so that again. I think you cut out. I think you cut out. Can you repeat? Maybe like the last, the last <laughs> eight seconds. Penis and wait, what? Vagina. What does this thing do? What's it customizes your penis. Oh, this I thought you were right. The penis, Clay, <laughs> is uh, an organ that consists of blood-filling tissue um, and a urethra, not, as well as a, a vast array um, of, of kind of complicated anatomy. That includes the vas deferens. Um, it includes um, varying frameworks for each testicle. Um, but we don't need to get into Let me that. stop you right there. I've seen Big Mouth. Okay, I know. Okay. I know how. I know how sex works. Yeah, I'm, I, and I'm just. I'm just interested to know that that apparently Quinn includes the testicles as part of the penis. But that's. I, no, we'll no. have a. We'll. We'll. We will. Uh, we'll, we'll. We'll revisit this later. Are y'all's not All like right. smushed? <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. But anyway, yeah, Cyberpunk was a good game if you had it on a computer. But, but wait, um, I don't think Clay fully understands that you're. Oh, you can. Sorry. <laughs> is it you is can, it is it appropriate to call them these two your avatars? Of, well, I mean, I just was curious. You guys are talking about this game, Quinn's. Like you can you can do stuff with the penis, and <laughs> Sam's like I could talk is, a lot about a, this. I'm very curious about what you guys a, could talk about. Well, let me explain. It is a dystopian cyberpunk future. It's called Cyberpunk 2077, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is an open... I haven't been living under a rock. I know what it is. playing game. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> in which you create a character. You are uh, you are living in Night City. Have you played it? I know what it is. Have you played it? I have played it. It was it was very fun on, compu- on, the, on the PC, the Xbox, and the PlayStation. It was not ready, like in development. It was not. It was it not ready. Optimi- optimized those. It consoles. glitched on Quinn's computer. I mean, and yeah, Sam, like oh. even on PC. Which Sam and you com- played it. Sam has played it on my computer. Yes, I I I got farther than Quinn. Mm, how many hours? Hold on, let's see. I, I played he, it I for about two weeks in December. So let me just calculate on that. Stop. Calculate that. Do you have your calculator, Sam? Yes. Um, I would say 200, maybe. Week. Ballpark. Just goldfish and an adult diaper. So you spent an IV drip. So you went. You spent 200 hours modifying your digital penis <laughs> on Quinn's computer. Yeah, that's pretty much. They haven't played the game. They've only <laughs> just been yeah, playing no. with customizing. I haven't played, but I will say uh, the two penis features they give you. It's it's freeing, um, and also I you know the, the I two they to, give you is big and small. It is big and small, and yeah. I want to know. Well, what, so it's not very realistic. <laughs> I want to no, I want to know what no in between the shows the small. Yeah, they're 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 really blacking out a, a huge chunk of their market. I think I don't think everybody has a small penis that plays cyberpunk. I think there's <laughs> probably also some average. Penis? 
Some I'm people sure. have an average, you're right. Some people have a yeah. gargantuan penis. So, yeah. I don't think that was accounted for, which <laughs> was a, an issue I had personally with it. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to go into that. Anyway. Yeah, the tripod model. I yeah. Let's not. <laughs> let's not. Oh my goodness. See, this this I I was, you know, I started out thinking Lean that on. COVID was the worst thing about 2020, but now I'm changing my mind. I'm thinking that I think digital penis modification. Yeah, I, yeah but uh, I'm going to go with uh, I don't think it's killed anybody. I'm go with that. No, I haven't killed anybody. It's just just soul killing, soul numbing. <laughs> Ah, uh, so yeah, we haven't watched sports. We haven't seen movies. We watched a bunch of TV and played video oh, games. I watched a <laughs> lot of sports. Don't, yeah, I watched a lot of movies. And I mean, I watched a lot of movies just because I didn't see, you know, some movies that came out in 2020. And now a lot of movies came out in 2020. Oh, that's so. true. That's true. We watched a lot of content. I, I watched guess. a lot of sports. I watched, you know, the Braves choke away a chance to go to the uh, World Series. Okay. Yeah, I thought okay. we were going to touch on that, but then you I know, figured we watched we a, not. We watched I don't, another horrible Yeah, I don't like hitting season. raw nerves. I don't like I hitting watched, raw nerves. Cowboys actually didn't play this year. In so. United history. So, you know, I, I watched some sports this year. I was disappointed mm. thoroughly throughout, you know. The year started with like, hey, North Carolina, you're not good enough to get into the NCAA tournament. And so they thankfully decided, well, if Carolina's not in, we're not going to have we're, it. We're so, going to cancel it. Right decision. It was you a know, great decision. It may have been that, but it also could have been the global pandemic that was unfolding right as it was about uh, I don't to start. Know. I mean, you know, look, there's a lot of misinformation floating around the, well, the sites Q-Anon, that you visit, Sam. So. QAnon says that Carolina won the championship every year. So. I don't, that's actually on QAnon. I don't think that QAnon would would say so anything it's obviously... good about a liberal school like the University <laughs> of Chapel Liberals. Exactly. So yeah, it's been an interesting year to say the least. So as we um, we're kind of approaching our um, the end of this episode, you know every every award show, every end of the year thing has you know, the, the very uplifting death list. And I, you know, I don't want to do the death list, but you know, a lot of people passed away this year. I always, you know, at the end of the year, they show who's passed away. You become suddenly aware of these things. And, um, you know, I was kind of reflecting on the people we lost this year and the ones that, you know, that, uh, that, that I'll miss. And, uh, you know, more, you know, there's some that, that, that just hit me for whatever reason. So, uh, anybody, uh, anybody want to start with who, uh, who they think of, uh, you know, one or well, two that, one. that are specifically, uh, jump out at you. Who do you have, Sam? So Kobe, just starting at the top of the year. Um, big Kobe fan. <laughs> that's another thing that seems like it was not yeah. in the last year, but. Yeah, that. But also, like this is ago. one. This is not horrible. one that, that was um, a crazy day. That was a crazy yeah. day. Yeah. So this next death, it, this isn't one that happened on one particular day. It was just. It's been a few wait, years wait, 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 wait. in progress. Today. Cable TV. Um, oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give. Now. I'm gonna give Sam the. I'm not. The two to two. Cable Sorry. TV and we have the goal, goal differentials, so we actually <laughs> can't, we can't we can't we, we went Kobe on aggregate. Caps. So back off. Um, cable is not dead. Cable is dead. It's not dead. It, well, actually, it's I mean, kind of coming back. But it's ca- it's yeah. It's yeah. It's not completely dead. It's not Quibby dead. You know what I mean? 
yeah no it's not e- even 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 though even though we're at the, the, the verge of ai let's uh let's keep it to physical death uh, human living human being deaths i'll go ahead and jump in on a on a more serious note than than cable news um you know i'll steal this from all of us um you know rep in atlanta and america really john lewis um incredible figure we talked about him in a previous episode um but i'd be remiss if i didn't bring him up and then also um in addition you know obviously kobe um alec trebek as well but also personally to me chadwick boseman uh, i watched you know i'm a big fan of his you know man you're just like claiming everybody there's there, there's other people died i'm just i'm I just hitting some bases chadwick. real quick i, mean, I know you're gonna take chadwick but i took chadwick i just want to say that you know, he's been in a lot of different things. He was working consistently throughout his illness, which is just, I mean, I can't imagine having to do that and being quiet about it throughout everything. Um, but most recently, his last thing I think that's going to be out is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's out on Netflix. And it's, it's, it, it's a good movie. And he really is given the opportunity to explore his range and to hit like a lot of different um just a lot of different areas, a lot of different emotions. So you kind of see his abilities. And I, I think if you haven't seen that, go check it out. I still need to see Defy, Defy Bloods, which he's in. Um, and I think there have been a couple of others that have come out that I haven't seen. Um, but I did really like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I watched that the other day. I got kind of emotional. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I got. The RBG loss was devastating. And it was at a time that I feel like we, it was just like such a blow for for a certain portion of the of the country i think it was just kind of at a time where it was like man uh like all hope is lost like it it felt very much like oh man and they're god they're just building another death star like it was just like you can't you're like but we just like we just blew the death star off ah we have another one you know like it was just like that's what this year felt like uh the last year of, of Trump. And so when RBG, who I just feel like was like literally staying alive just to get like, just until he was out of office, like couldn't do it. So I remember when that happened, it was just like, it was a bummer. It was a bummer. And everybody at work was just, it, yeah, it was a rough day. That was like a really sad day, but also like a day where, you know, you got to kind of look back on her legacy, which was just astonishing. So I'll go with RBG. Dad, you're on mute. Dad, don't mute this podcast. Going so well. Going so well. Going so well. Dad's still on mute. I can't hear anything he's saying. Dad, please unmute yourself. There it is. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How about just a little bit? I made dad cry with my RBG stuff. Yeah, you just take a moment. And how many times did I say RBG or because I always slip up and say RGB? I did the same no, I think thing. You did say RBG. I was tracking it. Not as many people know. So people know RBG for like Supreme Court, but there's like so much more about what she did. And uh, I would encourage uh, folks to learn a little bit more about her. Um, I'm not going to limit myself to one because I have several. None of whom are uh, John Lewis or RBG level, but uh, they're ones that uh, ones that I'll miss. I'm going to start with Fred Willard, the comedian oh, and actor. Um, best of show, um, 
Fernwood tonight. Uh, you, you know, uh, younger folks, if you haven't seen Fernwood tonight, watch Fernwood tonight. Just uh, in that Shit's Creek kind of vein of of, of just really well done uh, comedy. Fred Willard, he will be missed. Um, in my life, uh, Sean Connery. Like he's my James Bond, right? I mean, he's like I the, forgot about Sean. Yeah, Sean Connery. He's just like to me. In fact, I think over Christmas they had some of the Bond films on, and I watched some of the old ones. And it's like, you know, you just you're taken back to, you know, seeing those for the first time and how just how just how cool he was. Just like I always said, you know, you want to age like Sean Connery. You want to. When you're 80 years old, you want to look as good as Sean Carney did at 80. I, I may not, probably will not get there. Um, and then um, uh, my last two are literary and musical. Um, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I forgot he. God, this is a weird year. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, yeah Just uh, go, go listen. I mean, I wish I could do like the the progression of things you need to listen to before you listen to the Van Halen, the first album. I mean, I was, gosh, I was probably younger than Sam when that album came out, and I remember listening to it, and it was like it's totally different. I mean, just such a such a good musician and such a phenomenal change in uh, in music. Um, again, will be missed. And then I think uh, one that, that that you guys are going to go either he's dead or who, uh, John Le Carre, uh, the novelist, sort of the chronicle, uh, the literary chronicler of uh, the Cold War, uh, from um, for spies, and he was a guy who just kind of understood that that twilight war and, um, and oh, geopolitics, I yeah. yeah. Okay. I heard, an, so, I heard an interview with him where they were playing. Go, some stuff uh, go yeah. read. You know the thing is, plays pretending to know. I just gonna be honest. I don't know. No, he was a idea. he was like a spy. He worked with the CIA, yeah. and then he no, he was he a worked. British intelligence guy, British foreign. Never diplomat. mind then. Cool. No, but you're right. But he wrote. So here's the thing. So quick read. A spy who came in from the cold. You can watch the movie with Richard Burton. Oh, I love that name. That title, oh. not Richard Burton, just the. Uh, Spy that came in from the cold. Spy came in the cold. It's pretty badass. I'm telling you. Well, the whole the title is, you know, better than it's not as as good as the whole story. But uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. There's two variants of it. Um, We'll have a viewing. And uh, but no, you just Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. That's badass. Is a movie that I put on. Anytime I'm sick and I need, like, anytime it's one of those I put on, it's just like, it's just all talking and super, and you have to really, fo- it, it always just eases my. Really? It eases you? I mean, it eases me into like, like, I kind of, and I, I mean, admittedly, I generally fall asleep because it is some like nonviolent. I will it agree. Is, yeah. Like, it, oh it my puts God. you, but I love watching that. Like, when I'm sick, I usually am watching like all the president's men or, you know, um, <laughs> are you like good? Or like the post, um, or like uh, the Ides of March, spotlight. or Michael Clayton, yeah, Spotlight, like, like, it, like Requiem for a Dream. No, I won't uh, do Requiem. Uh, Requiem Dream's yeah. a little more 
dark. More visceral body. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of body uh, genre. No, I go into like a weird, I, I don't know, like it's like a, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Tinker, yeah, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spry, the, the movie version with Gary Oldman and and uh benedict cumberbatch and tom Benedict, Hart, yes all this literally is, all the british yes. actors that takes Mark that Strong. that is it's like set in like the the 70s and early 80s in britain and you watch it and it just has this feel of uh because that's when i first spent time over there and there was just like this um and Quinn, you've been over there, you know, more recently, but there was a time when everything Actually, was. I was the most recent. Oh, you are. Just okay. So both of you have been there. You've yeah, been there since it was. In 2020. No, but since it was a modern like city, when I was there, it was like everything needed, um, you know, like a 75 watt light bulb and a fresh coat of paint. And you watch Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy and everything is just a little, everything's just a little run down. Everything's just a little bit like depressed yeah that's but, london but not acknowledging yeah. the depressed <laughs> anyway i, I my experience at least he is a he's a great chronicler of um of of um, the cold war and and all that so he'll be missed because uh, he won't be able to write any more novels but uh, that's a good list of folks this is our last um podcast of this season and um like t- months later i know but, yeah. i know i know it's, but cool. it's like a special edition it's like a weird you know that's how it works. It's like a bonus episode kind of, it's how it works. Works. kind of sort of so 2021 um we got some new stuff coming up we're planning on and um you know i, I think we're going to do a couple of uh, blocks of episodes over the year and break them up take the summer off but uh, i think we've got some exciting things coming up and i think people will like to hear so we'll uh, look for that announcement soon and uh with that we will say a farewell to 2020 and i will just say so long to 2020 and uh, let's have a better 2021 anybody else have some uh, salutations for I mean, the year yeah i'll just say that it 2020 is the gum on the bottom of your shoe and we might have gotten the big chunk off but there's still a good bit left on the the bottom so like every time i take a step i'm still feel it Mm -hmm. a little so that's how i feel right now well happy happy new year or whatever (laughs) happy groundhog's day happy groundhog's day you and your so whiny even for me But no, I, I will know. say 2020, um, you know, you were hell. You were, you were, you sucked. You just, you were, you know, in the spirit of John Oliver, just like want to blow it up. Love it. <laughs> Love that energy. Um, 2021, I want to, I'm going to go in and I'm going to continue believing that things are going to change. Things are going to get better. But in the immortal world, words of Keenan Thompson on SNL in a recent sketch, ain't nothing going to happen. <laughs> we're in it. We're in it. This is it. We live in the twilight zone now, everyone. Uh, let's adjust. I, yeah, that's all I got. love the twilight zone, so it's all good. It's still here. Like, it's not going anywhere. 2021 is going to be exactly like 2020, but, you know, 
Wow, so, didn't you guys just say I was like negative and sour or whiny? Sam is the ultimate. Yeah, but I have like, to be more negative. Oh, okay. Live in the present. He's like every day Sam is a horrible to day. reach the the edge because he has this to is... ma- maintain that lower standard. Than I you. just liked my gum metaphor. Anyway, sorry. I did like <laughs> I'm gonna metaphor. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Clay's gum metaphor. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt, but yes. Ten what? points for Team Clay. Eventually, the bad memory Clay. of 2020 will go away. And we've got uh, it's twenty twenty one, so we got a new season coming up. Um, As well, crazy that we're finishing a season in twenty twenty one. We're also gonna have a new season. It's, I mean, that's how dedicated we are to delivering quality and quantity content. <laughs> and, and, yes, and we've listened. To, we've listened to the audience. Uh, we're gonna there'll be some there'll be some new features, some new changes, some new things uh, in 2021. So stay tuned for uh, coming announcements. There'll be um, uh, there'll be an announcement soon, but uh, probably a couple of different uh, sets of episodes in 2021 and some special episodes to boot. Um, all of the all of the regulars, myself. Uh, John and uh, Clay and Quinn and Sam. And like I said, uh, we're looking at in 2021 uh, some other family members maybe and, uh, and some guests. So like uh, the former president. <laughs> Sam's, on, uh, Sam's on top of sourcing uh, high level politicians for us. <laughs> we'll keep you updated on that. We'll uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll keep you posted on that. We'll, uh, I'm just we'll, saying he'd do it. He 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 might well do it. The question is, do we? You know, a lot of people Look, come to a party. Do you want them there? Fun? Do we drain to make it happen? That's exactly. That's Look, y'all don't have to do anything. I'll do the interview completely by myself. Great! Oh my god! You guys can that... both eat food together and talk into a microphone. Exactly. We'll have plenty of McDonald's and uh everything so it'll be good we're looking forward to a great 2021 and uh, look for announcements about our upcoming season and we hope to hope to see you soon so yeah guys uh this is it for 2020 in 2021 so uh we'll see you guys next time love you and see you soon love you love you love you i love you Love oh, that, you was, more. that was that's why that was really whispery in into the mic love you it's the creepy <laughs> love you love you Ooh, i don't like that oh 2021 <laughs> not off to a good start <laughs> uh happy groundhogs day y'all happy groundhogs day i hope you don't see your shadow wait uh, no you yes i can't I remember what is it we don't want you to see your shadow see shadow no. six more weeks of covid no shadow no, you don't want to see the shadow because that's scary. No shadow. Scary shadow. So no shadow. No, no shadow. shadow. Happy Groundhog's Day, everyone. Happy Celebrate Day. safely. Celebrate safely. Last word. Last word. Last word. <laughs>